0: Life in Programmatic Digital Out-of-Home, brought to you by JC Decoe, bringing together the greatest minds, discussing the latest trends, and uncovering what life in Programmatic Digital Out-of-Home is all about. So hello and welcome to Life in Programmatic Digital Out of Home, your podcast around all things uh, programmatic out of home. Uh, today, um, we ha- are joined by uh, Penny Merritt, and I'll get Kel to introduce herself in a second. Um, and what we're actually doing today is um, going through some of the subject matter um, for our Programmatic Matters event, which at the time of recording is coming up uh, next week but due to the magic of the podcast-averse, will have happened uh, by the time you're hearing this. Um, So hopefully this will give you a bit of insight into the content discussed in the day, but also a great chance to hear from one of the luminaries uh, in the programmatic scene these days. So Kelly, would you like to introduce yourself and let us know where you're from?
1: Hey, Dom. Um, Yeah, hi. Yeah, Kelly. I Currently, I work at um, Essence Media Com, heading up the product, growth team within the agency, but working really closely with with Nexus, which is like Group M Nexus, which is our governing group, uh, in coming up with new sort of like product solutions for our clients. One of which the main one I work on is um, Unmissable, which is soon going to be renamed as a geo cross-channel um solution, which brings um uh, multiple um channels together um through area first uh targeting and activation. So that's the uh our main bread and butter, programmatic at home being a big part of that. And then we have our um standard sort of programmatic out-home offering, which we call uh Sightline. And that is essentially, again, just uh, running uh, programmatic at home, but using all the clever data and tech solutions within Nexus just to bring um, more sophisticated targeting to what we do.
0: Fantastic. Well, thank you again for, for joining us, Kelly. We've had the um, fortune of working together for a few years now. And like I said, we're going to cover off um, some of the questions from the Programmatic Matters event. Um, but really, that event is all about um, location, location-based planning, um, fixed-point programmatic, as, as Dan Lardin, uh now from isbar calls it. Um so I guess question 1 how has location based targeting evolved over the last couple of years and what has made location more prominent in media planning.
1: Well thinking back to my early days dealing with sort of what we'd call regional targeting it was very much um back in the day it would be like regional newspapers owning specific areas through whatever channel you're targeting through um based on generally around physical proximity. So you want to own an area because, um, you know, whether it's um, a store based or whatever it could be. So owning a physical location or proximity based on more physical attributes. Now, with area targeting, it's become a lot more sophisticated. We're really understanding um, commonalities um, and sort of these cohesive threads that can bring people together based on where they live. So, when we say that we're moving away from targeting um, before it be regional, it'd be like a city or a town. Now we know that actually if we go a bit deeper than that, we start thinking about postcode sectors and districts. What you can do is you can really pick up on, um, you know, commonalities within those areas that tie people together. So, you know, it's where people um, vote, it's where they live, it's where they spend most of their time, it's where they shop. So there's lots of reasons that bring people together Also, just the fact that we live in a world where, you know, people's time is just so fragmented, it's really hard to control um, cross channel frequency in an effective way. And actually, if you are um, activating your media and then analysing the activation through the lens of area, it's a really good sort of strategy to help you control your frequency to specific audiences um and also it's privacy first so you don't need to use don't need cookies and follow people around online you can just you can profile areas you can use census data lots of different sort of privacy first data sets to really get under the bonnet and understand uh people but aggregate that up to a very sort of granular level as in a, a sector or, or postcode district and it's a really really um uh, a Important way and um, effective way of targeting groups of people.
0: Yeah, super, super interesting. Got, of course, uh, you know, I I agree with all of that. I think one of the one of the things that I talk about quite often is the way that as we are entering this much more privacy conscious world, the deprecation of things like third party cookies, um, we're in a place where actually um, out of home as a channel can maybe potentially teach um, or share kind of experience and knowledge. Uh, across the activation of other channels i mean one of the the kind of great superpowers of out of home is that we are a fixed point we know exactly where where that screen is we know the lat. we know the long um to the very you know to the very centimeter and obviously that lends itself and and gives that ability to dive deeper than perhaps those wider geographical areas that we, we thought about in the past particularly with broadcast media and you think things like tv and tv areas of course um I guess, really, my my next question is so how important is location as that targeting option? And does that kind of vary throughout the marketing funnel with, with, with the jobs to be done there?
1: Yeah. So, you know, obviously, location can mean different things to different people or even different campaigns. Location could be where you spend most of your time, which is for most people at home, or it could be where you work, or it could be where you shop. So most of it, when you are thinking of area, you do need to think about what is what outcome are you trying to drive? What is your KPI? So at the moment, most of our KPIs is more brand focused because brand is the best way of sort of measuring multiple channels together. So if you are looking to drive brand metrics, which is a bit more up funnel, a bit more to do with awareness, then you would probably more likely target people. And to find out where um, the right people It's generally based on where they live, um, but it's really important to also understand where they go to. So, you know, where are they shopping? You know, where what are they spending their time doing? How are they commuting? All these different patterns. Understanding that better and how that relates back to where they live really helps you to have a full holistic cross-channel solution, making sure that out-of-home really is played to its strengths within that. Because obviously there's not many out-of-home panels where people live. So <laughs> you need to be thinking about the whole system in its entirety. And really that just comes down to really really understanding the actual people.
0: Yeah. I mean, movement, movement data, is, as we call it, uh, JC Leco is is critically or becoming more and more important to understand that, you know, that customer journey and tie it to, you know, location and to time. And it gets really interesting to hear you talk about um, branding there. And yeah, absolutely. I think that's a, you know, brand measurement is a mainstay of our, of our industry. And it works really, really well, I think, you know, in a cross-channel application, we're starting to see, you um, Uh, pragmatic out of home and and other location-based channels being used kind of more and more um, down uh, down in kind of lower funnel areas as well and it's very interesting from a um, kind of measurement standpoint that we are seeing perhaps things which are a bit more native to out of home being used for that cross-channel application so things like um, share of search things like even even kind of footfall we also have uh, a few bits of research looking at um, consumer spend but again by geography, by postal district, by these kind of really granular sectors, which are really showing some really interesting results. Um, but obviously, you know, more to come on that as we kind of evolve into this uh, into this ecosystem. Um, and thinking about that, I think about kind of obviously I'm here talking about out of home, but you are obviously working with a full kind of cross-channel suite of tools. I just wondered, are there kind of some channels better suited to um, kind of location-based targeting? Uh, compared to others uh, and are there you know some channels that struggle and how, how do they how do they struggle to compete in that kind of location first strategy
1: yeah I, I in all honesty I don't think any channels aren't fit for a location-based strategy one of the reasons why this locational area first strategy works so well is because it is the variable that ties all channels together there's no there's no other sort of way of um analyzing the the delivery or the activation of media um, across all the different channels unless you do it for the lens of area that I know of so far anyway so it works across all channels but it's how you think of all those different channels and their roles within the system that's key so going back to what I was saying in terms of brands yes at the moment it's it's our first step in bringing channels together. But as you've just said, Dom, um, we are moving much more, and clients are asking for this as well, much more towards performance. And we've known whether it's um, whatever sort of industry insight there is, lots of Binet and Field and other sorts of industry insight that tells us that we know that brand-led channels do have a strong um, um that does affect uh, performance. So whether that's, you know, TV, out of home, radio, they all actually drive short-term outcomes as well as long-term outcomes. How you measure that, that's when it becomes tricky. So, you know, again, through area... Because you are being very granular in your cross-channel activation, you can really understand the roles that all the channels play within that. So if you then overlay clients' first-party data in those specific areas and you see performance uplift in certain areas, versus others and then you can analyze what is the channel mix you know and then you can say oh you know there's lots of out home panels in this area and all of a sudden performance has gone up you can start attributing you can start seeing trends and over time start putting um different sort of kpis to different channels based on that so before you know the reason why brand or broadcast channels weren't tied to sort of performance metrics was because it was always hard to measure we can do that now we can do that through area and we are actually seeing that so um, everything we do is properly measured, whether that is through um, brand studies or whether that's through business science. And what we see time and time again is that actually um, most of the message takeouts uh, across Digital At Home is based on performance. So that's a really interesting insight. And then that's something that could then maybe change um how you plan out of home, the type of messaging you run within out of home, all of these stuff. Um, It's really rich insights that really makes you think differently on the channels, the mix of channels and the purpose of those channels within the system.
0: Yes, yeah, see, so, I mean, you've raised some really interesting points there. I think, I mean, where to start, I think I love the fact you're kind of referencing, you know, Benetton Field, and I think it's what probably the, the kind of work of Mark Rickson as well um, is kind of really strong in, in this particular area, and I think it's um, it's really nice as measurement is coming in of these perhaps once considered brand-only channels, and as that measurement is becoming more advanced, we're actually seeing more and more impact um, on that kind of lower funnel. So, uh, Certainly, I know we were super surprised. Um, We ran, uh, working with MTM, uh, a piece of research which we published at the start of this year called The Time Is Now. Um, uh, Programmatic Out of Home was actually um, rated as being the number one channel for driving both brand and performance. And actually, when you do measure it, we're seeing exactly the same thing. Those performance metrics really, really shift, certainly in a way that... You know, probably three or four years ago, I wouldn't have thought they would. But now as we are becoming much more sophisticated with much more clarity on the impact of the channel, particularly um, when deployed in a smart, programmatic way alongside other channels, so you can really see this rich, rich uh, picture of real-world benefits for business challenges today. Super, super exciting times to be in this space, um, as I'm sure you'll agree.
1: Yeah. I mean, just very quickly on that, though, a, a lot of it comes down to the sophistication on the client side as well. So, you know, clients are moving much more towards um, omnichannel um, measurement of performance. So they would pick up their, foot, you know, overlaying footfall with search, with um, site visits and all of this stuff, then overlaying that with or analyzing that against the media mix. Um that gives you a better holistic insight. And then that's where you're picking up on the trend that channels such as programmatic at home or at home really has a has an impact on performance.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it goes back to that fundamental of using that fixed point, that location as your almost as your measurement framework that allow you to properly attribute the impact of that cross-channel or on the channel strategy. Yeah. So thinking about that, we, we're talking about this like it's the best in sliced bread, and it's really easy. Um, you and I probably know it's not that easy, and it's a lot of hard work. And it's taken a lot of a lot of work to get to where we are today. Um, so, I mean, there are challenges there. So, how can media planners and buyers overcome those kind of challenges associated uh, with planning and buying kind of fixed point campaigns or location based campaigns, as well as I guess kind of on the go or, or movement based campaigns that, that go along with them?
1: Uh, I genuinely. What I always bring it back to is what are we trying to drive for our clients? What are we trying to deliver? So always, always have that as your North Star and then work back from there. And when you sort of have that understanding of, you know, we live in a world where cross-channel activation is becoming even more crucial than ever before because of people's behaviours, uh, is, is very complicated. You then need to start assessing, okay, how do all these channels work together? What is the roles? What's the impact they have against one another? So, you know, if you want to go back to saying, okay, let's use brand, we want to drive awareness, we want people to have... Um, Uh, to see my ad, to see my brand and to like it, then you need to think, okay, what what does this channel do to drive emotiveness? What does this channel do to drive impact? Really understand all those things, how they work together. So if you have a business science team, get them to help you with that as well. And then from there, then it's quite easy, really. It's then just making sure that you're you are blending the channels in a way that isn't causing duplication that you're hitting people the right amount of times but then the key bit for us within uh, sort of web nexus do miss, which is now geo cross channel is to make sure that we are balancing that in real time so that, that's the key USP for what we do, which, as far as I'm aware, is quite unique in the market. And what that allows us to do is to monitor people's real-time media consumption habits, so how many times they've gone past the panel, how many times have they listened to a specific audio ad, and then make sure that we are um, balancing that so they just don't see it too many times. So whether they're at home, whether they're on a journey, making sure all of those things are considered so that... We're hitting them, not just the right amount of time so that we're not driving wastage or annoying people, but that we're being really effective with our targeting based on the outcomes we're trying to drive.
0: Yeah, and for anyone listening, if you ever get a chance to um, talk to Kelly in person, if you don't know her, Ask her to uh, show you the optimization charts and some of the work that they're doing over at SSVD.com. It is really, really exciting. Um, we are getting quite close to time. Now, usually, Kelly, at the end of uh, each podcast, I may um, ask people what advice uh, they would give to someone who's looking to get into programmatic out of home. But for you, I'm going to tweak that ever so slightly to what advice would you give to someone who's looking to get into cross-channel location-based planning and activation uh, within the programmatic world?
1: Um, I genuinely think that it all comes down to just having a, a genuine interest in what you do. Um, I've always been very interested in um people's behaviors, um, into insight, um, into analysis. I think understanding people and what they do and what affects them is key. Then understanding how your messaging can work for them, no matter the format or the device or the platform. Um, and then using that to, uh, as again, going back to North Star, but having that as your main focus. Just having a passion and and then from that passion, then developing an understanding. And then once you have all those things, the rest of it is quite easy and it's just learning on the job. But um, that's what I would say. Find something you find really interested in. And if you find stuff like that interesting, then speak to your agency, speak to the company you work for and just say, you know, this is a new space. I want to learn more about it. Um, and then just do the reading and um, yeah, just just have that proactiveness because it's new and it's interesting and more people that are thinking about this sort of stuff, the better, I think.
0: That is a very common theme in our answers. Speak to people. We're all a lovely bunch. If you're passionate, we're passionate and we want to talk to you about it. Absolutely. Well, all that remains for me today then is to say thank you, uh, Kelly Merritt uh, from SS Media, SS Media Com for joining us. Um, I've been Don Kozak, Head of Programmatic at JC Deco UK. You've been listening to the Life in Programmatic Digital Out of Home podcast. Join us next time uh, when we'll be talking to another one of our guests from the Programmatic Matters series. Please like, subscribe, share, uh, and um, we look forward to speaking with you next time. Life in Programmatic Digital Out of Home, brought to you by JC Decoe.